This is the Authentic Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Nick Foley and Stu Saunders. Here we go. Here we go. This is what I got to say. Nick, I'm uh, it's like a disco. You're in this disco or this techno? Techno disco. That's, is that a new thing? Techno well, it disco? goes with our Happy New Year excitement over here. Because this is, uh, we had so much fun. Yeah, the first one. We thought we'd do two. So this is... Numero uh, do. Boom. Let's go back. Like, you hit back. The back arrow. Ready to do it. If you're watching online, do it again. Boom. How exciting was that? Pretty cool, man. How was your New Year's? Uh, it was still good. And we already told people that we're doing this before New Year's, so we don't, <laughs> we don't have to. I don't have to lie anymore. All right, let's um, to it. So last last episode, we actually had a long conversation about um, kind of uh, as an entrepreneur, maybe like keeping one foot in the ground and and uh, went on a, a bit of a tangent <laughs> on that. So I apologize for doing that. I, it was me, 100% me. Um, and so this week, we're going to go into our... I wouldn't apologize for it. Yeah, I think it was some good stuff in there. I was going to say, so, yeah, don't, we, um, we don't apologize. We, we take that apology back. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it back, but still give it. Yeah. Um, so I think this week we're going to go into actually our 2020. So clarity precedes mastery. Right. And so this is not my line. This is credit due or credit given where credit is due. This is Robin Sharma's name, uh, Robin Sharma's line. So clarity precedes mastery. And what that means is if you just say things out there randomly with not, without the detail and thought behind it, it rarely ever comes to fruition. Because you need to understand what it is you're going to do, why you're going to do it, what the results are, what the downsides are, what the possible failures are, what the roadblocks are, what you'll look like if you do do it, what if it works out, what if it doesn't work out. And so clarity precedes mastery. And so um, I remember years ago going for a walk with my friend Robin, and he asked that exact question. Where do you see yourself in five years? I said better health, making more money. Maybe I've got a partner in life. My kids are happy. The business is doing okay. And he turned to me and said, so you have absolutely no idea what you want to do. And I said, no, I do. He goes, no. Like, He said, if you ask anybody, 99% of people will say, I want my life to be better in health, happiness, wealth, whatever, family in five years. I'm not going to say I want my life to be worse. And so he was right. And so we sat down. And we Bit talked. of an asshole comment, but he's right. He's right. He's absolutely right. Like, you've got to work out. You got to work out what you want to do. Yeah, but there's also an approach to saying that to your. Well, friend. yeah, but it's we'll also talk good. About I think, that another time. But I think it's also good to challenge people. Yeah. Right. Like I mean, if you always do, you've always done. You always get. You always got. Maybe. That's Einstein. Um, that's the theory of insanity. Or no, that's sorry. The theory of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, yeah. expecting different results. So my big five um, are to shed my anxiety. My number one to shed my anxiety about not being good enough or qualified enough to succeed in what it is that I'm doing which includes stress around taking leaps into new projects. So I want to be very clear about that. So I want to be able to feel good and confident about what it is that I'm doing so that I feel good about doing what I'm doing. Does so how, how are you, how, yeah, it does. How are you going to do that? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be able to take time every day in my journal to actually write out my challenges that I have and work through those challenges and, and, and understand that I'm human and I can make, I can have those, I can have those feelings, but it's, but I'm, but I'm, you know, what, who says I'm qualified or not qualified to do stuff? Right, exactly. Right, and so I have to stop. When, I, when, I, when I, I'm successful or when I'm doing things well, I have to stop looking at someone else who has an MBA as opposed to me who doesn't have any education and say, even though I did it, 
I wasn't qualified to do it. So that must have just been luck. Maybe mm-hmm. I just did it because I could do it. Didn't know what you could right? do. Right? So didn't know I couldn't do it. Exactly. Oh, no, sorry. I didn't know I couldn't. That's the title of my book. Um, number two, to be able to complete the Ironman triathlon in August, and I'm not putting a time on it, but I want to complete the Ironman in August. It's a huge, in huge goal. Mount Tremblant, so I'm putting it out there. Um, to have 66 paid participants at Epic this year, that is uh, a specific number. I think it's important to put a specific number on things, like give yourself a metric, a measurable. So that's number three. Number four, to finish my book and get it published. Um, so to finish it by May 1st and to get it to the publisher by May 1st, not to get it published. Um, and then that would include a new speech that would accompany the message of the book. Right. So I want to be able to have the book done, have a speech that works around the book that accompanies it so I can get the book out there. And then like a Brene Brown, be able to have your book out there and, and then do, a speech and do the speech that follows it up and supports it. So that's number four. And then number five, to have a clear financial plan that allows me to make the hard decisions I need to make. And so for 20 plus years, I have been basically going from year to year and just working harder and bringing more revenue in, but not making a lot more money because I don't really have made, I don't really have and slash have not made the decisions that I have to make to be successful in what I want to be successful in. Mm-hmm. So those are my big five. Um, and, you know, and then there's a number six around that too, which is just around myself. Uh, was a specific list of qualities and people that I want to have around me that allow me and fas- allow me permission to do these the previous five yeah, things yeah, that I want to do and support me and challenge me and don't they can question me I, I, I want the question but the questions are like how the harder questions like how are you going to do this like are you still doing it like accountability yeah and things like are you that. measuring are you doing things that are moving it forward right yeah so those, those are, are important questions those are those are kind of my my five slash the sixth one is to cr- create that that group around me. And I was talking with Greg Wells, friend of the show, um, and Greg said, you know, to, to, um, to create moments with people that inspire him. Because he was saying, it was actually interesting we were talking about it, and he said, you know, when he talks to someone who is successful or motivated or inspired, he walks away from that meeting, and we talk with this, you know, we talk on the phone, we get all jazzed up and excited, and then we mm-hmm. go in, you know, we really hit, hit hard the next couple days. Yeah. But it's easy to get down again and get yeah. kind of like overwhelmed. So to, to actually plan out monthly dinners or monthly meetups or an overnight hangout with people that that just really push you forward. Yeah. And uh, and so that's kind of what that's number six. So yeah. is to create enough of a, of a community around me, like an epic community, as well Which as the epic done. community, but yeah, like exactly, my yeah. personal epic community that pushes me towards those five things. Which will be hard, and I want to be able to be like raw and honest about it. Yeah. So those good. are my five. I didn't mean to cut you off. But I, I, I know that I, I didn't beforehand, to be honest and transparent with you, I didn't really say, like, let's be open with this. And, and so for me, speaking for I, I didn't want to, you do yours, quickly run through, and then me do these long-winded ones. I didn't <coughs> want you to feel like yeah. I was throwing out of the bus. Oh, no, I get it. No. So I apologize for that. But that, right. that, And I want to be more honest and open with people this year and and not be scared to speak my not truth. my mind, but speak my thoughts and yeah, the exactly. truth. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then that, and that <coughs> I can go into more detail. So, yeah, so, um, so number one, for me, it's like I said, it was it was to uh, build ReBS, uh, WeBS, 
uh, to leave a huge impact on society through uh, to generate big huge impact on society through 20k sock day and generating um, six figure revenue with uh, sales and collaborations. So very specific with us, right? Yeah, that's you know? with Creative Mastery. So yeah, that's great. exactly. And so and you know that because I've texted you these. Yep. But um, I, that's what I, what I think. I mean, we are a long ways from there. Um, we're just you know we we we're we're just learning. We're just growing. But um, I think that we have the capacity to to do that. Um, number two is build good support. My other program, uh, working with 100 organizations. So, uh, for me, I work with a lot of teams, but right now we're only working with you know five organizations. You know what I mean? So a lot of teams. So I have like hundreds of teams, which is great. But I want to get that number up to 100. Mm -hmm. And I have my, my my plan is to you know get a, a strategic partnership with a specific province, a specific province doesn't matter which one. Um, and we've got a couple that we're we're talking to. And then what we'll do is we'll have it for every organization. So like, mm -hmm. you know, Grand Falls is an organization, St. John's is an organization, or if I'm in Ontario, like Markham's an organization, Quinney, AAA is an organization. You know what I mean? So there's all these different organizations. Mm -hmm. So we wanna we wanna grow that out. Um, number three is build my personal profile through speeches uh, and with my corporate and online offerings. So one of the things that I don't think that I'm good at, and this will be my number six in a few minutes, and I'll get to that in a second, is um, I'm not very good at you know, leveraging some of the things that I do because I, I, I lack uh, the confidence in some capacity. I'll, I'll say a speech and, you know, think it went really well when I'm up there, when I'm done, just start second guessing and be like, Ugh, you know, I don't know if I can play at the same level as some of these people in the corporate realm. Right. Am I worthy of this and, and, and that? And so I really want to start building my profile in that sense of being like, hey, you know what? I get offered to, I get asked to do a lot of presentations on workshops. Yeah, keynotes and stuff for youth is great, but I also get asked to do it in the corporate realm. And I also get asked to do workshops on how I live my life on a consistent basis mm -hmm. and how I build everyday resilience and how I was able to, you know, teach myself how to, you know, basically ride up across the country on a bike that I've never really, you know, outside of just riding with my friends in the neighborhood, never really spent too much time doing in that kind of, that kind of atmosphere or realm. So what I want to do is make sure that I get myself to a point where I'm just like, no, I'm worthy of your attention. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and build that build that out through different mm -hmm. types of offering, offerings. Number four is my, my health, is uh, to get my health optimal, uh, be running at the highest level possible and do this by showing up intentional and consistent. So one of the things that I will put myself against put myself against anyone in the world is I'll show up consistently every day. Mm -hmm. And I don't miss very many days unless it's strategically planned that I miss them. Now, you know, sometimes you feel sick and things like that. Or you can travel tell. days. Yeah, travel days, things like that. But even travel days, you know, I've learned from friends and family and, and people that you and I know really well is like, you know, you're getting off the plane and, and you know, even getting a 15, 20 minute sweat is going to do wonders for you. you know yeah, I, I, got, like, I got to get be back. I, yeah. I lost that. Uh, that momentum I had in that yeah. recently. So yeah, well, that, and it. it'll come. It, you know, it comes as and flows. But understand that I need to stay optimal. And that's how I, I, like, I honestly, like, I just did a thing the other day. I was actually counting it out. Yesterday, I was going to take a break. And I decided it was on a Sunday. We're filming this on a Monday. And I decided, I was like, you know what? No, I'm really going to go hard today. And mm -hmm. I'm going to do just yoga stretches tomorrow before I get in the car and, and drive. No, I'm about four hours from the studio. And I just, I woke up today and it was a perfect timing because I looked at my schedule and I track everything. And I was like, you know what? That's been eight days in a row. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I, I could feel it. I could feel my body being tired. Today I got up, yoga stretch, like good stretches, like like some poses that I know that, mm -hmm. are, that this old body can do. And I just feel better. So I want to continue to be that, but I want to explore the eating, the sleeping, all of mm -hmm. it, you know, and really, you know, a guy like Greg Wells is a, great friend of yours and, and is a guy that, you know, is a friend of mine. Um, you know, I like to use him as a resource just to kind of text back and forth, even just simple things that he's taught me, you know, things like that. So stay optimal in that. And number five is create better boundaries with saying no. Um, creating more capacity to work on the things that fuel me. So I, I have a bad habit of saying yes to all kinds of things. I do a lot of free speeches, which is fine. 
but I get asked a lot. And I know that I, I work at a college and I get asked to do a lot of guest lecturing and a lot of things like that. And a friend of mine came up to me one day and said to me, and I'm, I'm fine with it. When I do it, I'm happy I'm doing it, but I got to set boundaries that I can't do it all. I'll do mm -hmm. some, but I'll do the ones that fuel me. You should put a number on every year. Exactly. Five a year, yeah, I'll do five a year. Five, year, year yeah. yeah. And, but a friend of mine said to me, she goes, you know what? You got to start understanding is that if someone asks you to help them move, you're doing it as a friend. But if I'm asking you to speak to my company, that's what you do for a living. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that you need to get your head around, Nick, is that if I'm going to ask you to help me, you know, move my son's dresser from here to here or whatever, then you're doing it as a buddy. But if I'm asking you to come to my corporation that I'm running, then you shouldn't be offering it for free mm -hmm. because you do this for a living, mm -hmm. you know? And so that really is one of my goals is to just make sure I can do that so I can create capacity. And when I create capacity, I'm better a husband. I'm a better father. And, and that was one of my goals is I want to say no more. So I'm home more and I'm being able to do more things so that I'm around my family and being able to have that. It'll capacity. probably release some stress in your life too. Oh, for sure. It will, man. Yeah. And I get that. And so my six though, and, and we're kind of having this like our, our our number six, big five plus one. our big five plus one is simple is, is to recognize, and I've started to do this and it's really changed my life is I start to journal and I journal all the time, but in my journal, I always write that I'm worthy. And I started writing it over and over and over and over and over again, and that I'm confident I'm worthy and that I do these things to propagate social good. And like, I just write these lists of things that I'm, that I'm capable and that I'm worthy of your attention. And that, and as soon as I started doing that, like, I just feel like my mindset has been in such a positive realm. And, you know, I'm, I just really excited because, you know, 2020 is a, you know, like every year I'm really optimistic, but like we've talked about before, you know, Mondays are an opportunity for us to be optimistic. Every day is, you know, and I just feel like I have a lot of great things happening and I'm, and now for the first time in my career, instead of shying away from it, being like, oh yeah, I did that, but let's not talk. I'm going to try to own it a little more and be like, you know, still be humble and, and grateful, but also own the fact that like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just as worthy as, uh, you know, this person's attention as mm -hmm. that person is, you know, I'm worthy to be on that stage because I deserve it. Right. And you know? I think, so those are all, those are great. And I'm, I'm happy we did that. We were, we were open and honest about our kind of our, our big five plus one, but I, um, I kind of want to give the, the audience a, a task if, if you're okay with that. Sure. Um, so my, my hope is that maybe if you're listening to this and, and, and again, we really appreciate those who do listen and we try really hard to provide good interviews, good content, a little bit of awkward humor, and just and spend some time with you. Um, but my challenge to you is if you have a journal, good. If you don't have a journal, get a journal. Um, it's just good to write in. But um, but if you don't have a journal and you want to do something right now, like don't put off, I'll go to chapters and buy a journal or I'll go to Barnes & Noble and get a journal. Just just do it right now. So here's what you do, just get a piece of paper. And I want you to write, and it's great if you've got six pieces of paper. What I'd love you to do is write on the first piece of paper, your big five for the year. And it can be spiritual, financial, health, family, and adventure. If you want some guidelines. So those five things, spiritual, financial, family, health, and adventure. And if you want, or you can just do five ones like we did, but under those five headings, like under those five categories, Write one big thing this year, 2020, you want to do. Like at the end of the year, if I asked you, what are your big five? You could, you know them, you'd successfully have done them or you'd want to have done them. Then I want you on the next page to write the first big five, the second page, the second big five, third, fourth, fifth. And then I want you to write the following sentence under those lines, under those statements. I want you to write, what if, what if <coughs> I completed this? And then you write down all the things that would happen to you yep. if you completed it. So for example, 
if you said no more to things that took your time and energy, Nick, what if you did that? What would the outcomes be for you? Mm-hmm. So I'm asking right now. Well, what would the yeah. outcome be like? Try and, and it'd be, I'm asking you, if you take your time and you alone in a room, a cup of tea, coffee, glass of wine, no distractions, whatever you want to do, and you, and you were honest and you just like brainstorm and don't judge yourself and don't put limitations on yourself, but like, you know, would you have a better relationship with your kids? Would you laugh more? Would you be more rested? Would you, your partner and you be happier? Would you? Um, get something else done around the house? Would you, you know, whatever it is, like, what if you were to do yeah. the things you did? Yeah. What would your life look like? Exactly. Because if you paint a picture of what, it's, it's the set of goals, one thing, but to paint a picture of the results of completing that goal, yeah. add momentum and they add, they add flavor and they add, they add, they add realness to it. So I would do that. So then, so the, so first off, page paper, five, big five for the year. Next five piece of paper, one per page, a what if I did that? What would the results be? Yeah. What would the outcomes be? Find all the good stuff. And then the last thing I want you to do is get a smaller piece of paper. Maybe it's a large size index card or whatever. You can cut something out. and Or you can do it in your screensaver on your phone, which is easy, like your lock screen on your phone. That's actually a good one, 2020s too. Um, but piece of paper, card, whatever, put it by your mirror when you wake up in the morning with your big five. Or if you put it on your lock screen on your phone, every time you look at your phone, there's your big five written out. And take a moment every day to read your big five. Yeah. You're brushing your teeth. You're you're brushing your locks of hair. You're shaving your your knees, whatever you shave. Back. And look at I know that was awkward, wasn't it? <laughs> but you're you know you've got that time alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, put it in front of the toilet so you sit down on a bathroom break. Yeah. Right. It's it, it sounds weird, but if you take the time every day to to read those big five. What it does is it opens up kind of like your awareness to opportunities and things around you that might be facilitating you completing those big five. Yeah, for sure. Or might uh, open your mind to like, I didn't make the decision today that got me my big five. So I said yes to, you know, doing that lecture I didn't yeah. want to do. Does it serve my big five, right? Right. Yeah, so, it, it, so it either pushes you to ask the questions of are you, are you reaching this or look for opportunities to reach it. And so that's a task. You know, people always say, Stu, I would love it if you as the Athletic Entrepreneurs would give us like tangible takeaways, more yeah. nut. Yeah. Um, and so that, if you do that, if you do that right now, so, you know, let, you know, if you want to take pictures and, 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 and DM them us so we can see you did it, probably no one will do that. But, um, but I really challenge you to do a big five list, one page per f- one of the five, uh, and then do a smaller version either, or do both, one by your mirror, one on your phone, so the more, keep one in your wallet, keep one in your purse, keep one somewhere. That if you're looking at it, it um, it it really would make a difference in your life. So that that's a big takeaway. And let me, let me further that because mm-hmm. you do that and I do something very similar. Mm-hmm. But, and then with that, you have that around. And then in, a, in another piece of paper, write down, you have the what ifs, write down the five moves, five monthly moves that or let it, that, that match up your big the five as well. The action yeah, steps, yeah. And that's another thing that you could do. So it's easy. So now you have your big five, then you have five pieces of paper. Like, what if I was able to accomplish this? Because that opens up, like you said, it opens up your psyche, your psychology, whatever it is. Get you, you excited know, too. Get you excited about doing it. All of a sudden you feel like, I'm already doing this. Like I, mm-hmm. I get that sense. And then you were like, okay, so now what are my moves? What are my five moves to do this, right? And I, I have that on the cue card in front of my thing. I have three moves or, or three big things that I, that I want to do, some of the things we talked about, and then what are my five moves monthly, right? So yeah. your five monthly moves. So there's another tangible that they could take away with what you just said and what I do and what you do. You put that together, and, and, and I know I will write that stuff, and I will. I just learned something today on today's show, and I know you did as well. 
but that's what we want for our, for our listeners, mm-hmm. right? So have your five moves, have your five things, the what ifs, put it in different places while you're doing your thing, shaving your knees, and then have your five your five steps as well. And yeah. I think that's it. And then you write that down in five steps, and then you look at the end of the month. It's so easy to track, right? And we said this on a later show. I don't know if people, if you if you're watching or Annie Meehan, like what's the metric when we asked her, you know, and kind of gave us an answer with it. But the reality of it is, is like now I can look be like, did I do those five moves in December? I crossed them off. If I didn't do them, I'm like, well, wh- then wh- no wonder that I'm not, I didn't reach that goal, mm-hmm. you know, or am I not on the way? If it's a monthly, if it's a yearly goal, if I'm not on my, my on my way, it's because I didn't do those five moves. Yeah. And don't get, don't get caught up in being complicated. I think if you, as, as Nick said, if you just do five, five moves for your big five. Yeah, that's it. Five for the five, five for five. Five yeah. for five, five times five. Yeah. But I, I, that's 25 things. That, well, that's it though. Yeah. And I, I think like, put it, or it's, it's one episode of Stranger Things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's one episode of TV and yeah. you're done. And yeah. it's an hour. If you can't carve an, an hour of, you should carve an hour a week for this type of self-reflection. Oh, yeah. And then someone once said to me. We do it every, that's the thing. So here's the thing though. You and I do it every day. Yeah. Like, so if you're just starting out an hour a week, shouldn't be a lot. There's people out there that do it every single day for yeah. longer than an hour. I mean, your protocols and mine start between four and five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, when I'm on, when when, I'm on, when I'm that's on point. That's what I mean, when we're on point. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they last until like for two or three hours a day. We're yeah, working I, would say aver- I would average that when I'm on point, I'm doing two hours in the morning on myself. Exactly, man. And I'm, 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 I'm that at least. And that, you know, and I, I also do like my workouts in the morning too. Yeah, that's part of my two, that's two part hours of your myself. Thing. Yeah, I me work, too. I kind of spend time for yeah. self-reflection, self-improvement, health, yeah. health and stuff. But I also, when someone once said when I, because I, I, we talk about big fives, all, I talk about it for years. And, and, um, <clears throat> and one of the things someone said, well, what if my, what if it changes? I'm like, okay. Change it. Change it. Yeah. What if halfway through my year I went big five is different than it was? I, great. Good. Why? Why is it different? Why? Well, while doing this, they said, I realized I actually wanted to do this. I'm like, so that first big five changed your awareness to move towards something else. Yeah. So who started uh, Fubu? Damon John. Damon. Damon John. Yeah. Damon, yeah John. Damon John. And he has the, his big five, and he changes them every six months. He puts a big five out, and then he puts the date. So he starts it in January first, say. Six months later, June, whatever it is. He'll put the date down and then he'll change his big five or, or change five. Like there's mm-hmm. so many different ways mm-hmm. to do it. And I think that's what people need to recognize is like, you know, the 5 a.m. club doesn't, we talked about this before, doesn't necessarily mean work it's 5 a.m. It also doesn't work, work for everybody. So yeah. find the time it works Work when it works for you, right? It could just be like a 5 a.m. could be, just be like another name for like 11, 12, or one, just, two. It could be like your just your your, your hour of awesome, whatever uh, yeah. I call it. <laughs> whatever that hour is, is fine. It's 5 a.m., it's 6 a.m., it's 10 p.m. It doesn't really that's matter. That's a blog title right there, your um, hour of awesome. But here's something else too. I was interesting. I was. Um, oh, we're just giving you straight fire today, folks. Yeah. No, I. It is. I, Jenny and I came home uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, we were we were we were somewhere. It doesn't matter. We came home and we put on the TV. Uh, we were going to bed. So before bed, if we're just both tired, like, we'll just throw something on, watch something dumb. We we're too old now to stay up for Saturday Night Live. Oh, I hear you. So we just can't stay up. For I can't night. remember the last time I've seen Midnight. You're yeah. like I can't see. Remember a time you didn't? Yeah. Eleven thirty. <laughs> kids behind the camera. 11.30 on uh, on a Saturday night to me sounds like oh, ridiculous. I don't know why hell. I'd be Kick awake. Kick me in the face. Yeah, like that just seems... In one day, you're laughing at us. You wait. Portia, you wait. One day, you'd be like, I remember when Stu and Nick said 11.30 was really, really late. Anyway, um, and so we were, we actually, at 10 o'clock on Saturday night, on NBC, they have an old SNL. All right. So this one was on from 1988. Listen to this. And it was Alec, it was a Christmas special in 88, and Alec Baldwin was hosting it. Oh, wow. So first off, he looked like younger and oh, wasn't, didn't look like Donald Trump. Yeah. And he did a takeoff of A Christmas Carol, where it was the ghost of uh, host's pass 
host future and host present nice. host the show. And uh, the host of the present was um, John Goodman came, which is really funny. But the host of the future was Jimmy Fallon. Oh, really? Who at the time was just an extra on the show. Like, they always will say like the top stars. And then the opening go, and featuring, yeah. it's like the person gets like one or two little skits throughout the thing and they're rarely in the show. Yeah. And Jimmy Fallon was a featuring guest. He wasn't mm-hmm. even a starring guest on, on SNL. And he was the host of the future, host for the future. And he goes, and and out, you're the host? He goes, yeah, apparently, like in 2008, I'm going to have like a superstar show. I'm going to have like my own show or something. Yeah, and they're going to invite you back and host a show. And, da, da, da. and it was like hilarious because Jay are like, oh my God, everything he's saying exactly happened. happened. Yeah, and exactly. that was just written in 1988. And he said 20 years, and then he goes on to host The Tonight Show. He goes on to yeah. star in movies. He goes on to host SNL like 10 more times. Yeah. And he's a multi, multi-millionaire. Yeah. It was funny. He put that out there in 88. To Amazing. the universe, which sounds ridiculous, I realize that, but just the idea of when you watch something like that, and it comes true. Yeah, it doesn't sound so ridiculous. So I wonder if like Jimmy Fallon in '88 said that, like, gosh, I really would like to be the host here one yeah, day, and then just put it into practice, man, and started doing things to maneuver his career. It's big five to to get to that point of being able to host, you know, the uh, his show, the Tonight Show, and then and then do this. It's kind of cool. So yeah. putting out your big five, putting out your big thing, and 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 re- and reflecting back on it daily. Um, and that can just be reading it for God's sake. Oh, like, yeah. We say an hour, we say two hours, and I want to just be honest. Like, if you took fifteen minutes a day, that's fifteen minutes more than most people. Are yeah, doing. just to review your your big five, sure. and just to like, I don't know, like, just to review your big five, you would you would just through osmosis change your course of your path of your life. Oh yeah, no, I I agree, and, and it's, it's I think it's that simple. And it, like you talk about it lots of times, like you know this is you know. Day one, you have the you have that that capacity, or you have that you know we have it in us to just decide. Okay, today's the day I'm going to mm-hmm. start. You know, you post about it. You say and like any day, you have the power to change your life. Doesn't have to be January any one moment of the day. Exactly right. Because you know what? It's 365 days from January second to the next January second. Yeah, for sure, dude. Except I, for this year's 366. 366, but um, I, anyway. Anyway, great episode, man. I think we've given some uh, good insight, and you know, I, I wish you well on your goals. Yeah, and I, I really hope that you know, if you want to do us a favor, a New Year gift, New Year's gift to Nick and I, um, like, subscribe, and share, and share the podcast. Uh, Nick, it's been a pleasure. We're at episode number sixty. Blah blah blah. Who knows? And uh, we actually, one thing I'm putting out there as you wrap this up is that in 2020, Nick and I will hit 100 episodes. Yes, we will of the show, and we talked about uh, the other day about us doing a live uh, 100th show. Yeah. So we're going to put that out there right now and we're going to do a live 100th show where you can find a little cool pub um, somewhere like maybe in Toronto or figure something out. Yeah. And we're going to invite guests. We're going to have a live show. We're going to have live feed. We're going to have live guests. We're going to have we're gonna have drinks. You're welcome to come. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there for sure. We have to be there. Oh, you said you. I thought you were looking at Because you are looking oh, at like me. View the listener, <laughs> watcher, viewer. Both and don't forget we're on YouTube and everywhere you get podcasts. Yeah. So if you want to meet you want to meet Mikey in person, yeah, he'll be there. He'll have to be there. He's got a contractual obligation, actually. You want to meet Portia in person? <laughs> she may not come. No, because it's gonna be it'll, be it'll be around the December. <laughs> oh, would be yeah, so he'll be, be she'll probably be done school for off her Christmas break. Um, so Portia and Mikey will be there. Uh, I'm putting that out there right now. There you go. Um, and we're gonna host a hundredth show live. It'll be fun. And uh, so that's one of our big. That's also one of our. That's our mutual big five. One mutual big, big five. five. Plus, I like it. Let's yeah. do it. It'll be fun. It'll be fun night. At the end of the day, I mean, we'll have a good time ourselves. Yeah. I hope everyone had a really great New Year's and uh, 
we wish you only the best of success uh, for a stupendous 2020. Absolutely. And hopefully, by the way, you want a good start, come to Epic. Yes. Uh, if you don't believe me, here's what people are saying about Epic. The Authentic Entrepreneurs are brought to you by Hey, it's Stu Saunders from the Epic Community and the Authentic Entrepreneurs. I just want to jump on here real quick and let you know that this May 2020, we're running the Epic Community event again. It was such a success last year and an incredible return ratio, 100%. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what those who were there, listen to how they feel about it. My brain and my heart are so full. It has soul. And I think this is the start of something very special. It's been real. You won't be disappointed. Blown away. Absolutely flawless. Perfect. You know that you're just around like the most amazing humans. Great experience, great people, great minds, great dis discussion. One might say, this is epic. That is just a sampling of what people thought about the epic community. So do yourself a favor. Go to theepiccommunity.com, apply to be a member, and join us this May 24th to the 27th in Toronto, Ontario. That's it for another episode of The Authentic Entrepreneurs. Until next time, keep being authentic. That was great. Peace out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Authentic Entrepreneurs. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, keep being authentic.